Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Game92.9game.com. Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. It is June 25th. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Winder. Well, I mean, Winder. Winder. You didn't expect yeah. me to say Winder, did no, you? No, Winder. Yeah. That's on the way going up 316 on the way to Athens. Yeah. Well, say hello to the folks out folks there. folks out there. And mm-hmm. for you folks in Winder and everywhere else, do you remember, I say this rhetorically, of course, mm-hmm. where were you on this date, June 25th, 2009? When mm-hmm. you got the news, after you heard the news about Farrah Fawcett passing. Which people heard, had been anticipating. Yes. She was dealing, She had cancer. Mm-hmm. Didn't know it was going to happen on day. But, you know, it did happen that morning. And then later the day. And you, Mr. Crenshaw, were actually out in Los Angeles. But when the news popped about Michael Jackson, it's one of those that a lot of people can remember where they were. Yeah, absolutely. They got the news. And being in L.A. and just being in that environment, uh, listening to radio and just hearing his music. Nobody was right. saying anything. You just you go from station to station. They were playing Michael Jackson music, and you felt like something was going on. And then you found out, I think, CNN was saying that something uh, possibly it, it had happened with him, and you found out that it had. So, yeah. So, yeah, this was the day, June 25th, lost uh, those two. I, lost with, I want to mention somebody else. Um, and I don't know if this person is discussed the way he should be, especially by people who love the Philadelphia Eagles that understand the defense they had when Reggie White was the anchor. But today was the day, man, they lost Jerome Brown. Yeah, yeah. Jerome Brown, you guys used to need to look him up. and, and Incredible and, presence. Exactly. And look at that. Def- when you talk about defenses, all-time defenses, I don't know that I'd put that one with, with you know, the Ravens at AV. Absolutely not the 85 Bears, but still. That, I, I can't think of the last. Uh, Golick was one of those. Mike Golick. Mm-hmm. Reggie White. Jerome Brown, I can't think of the fourth person. But they were, and plus, Max, plus if you he get was, a chance to look that he up. was part of that, uh, well, part of that period down with the U, down in Miami. Oh, yes, He's one right. of the great I players that came, that. that came out of down there during that time. So, yeah, man, and that program was so dominant. And he was 27, mm-hmm. part of that 27 club. So, lost Jerome Brown on this day, Jacques Cousteau. Uh, a name familiar with folks here, Lester Maddox. Yeah. Passed on this day. On this day. On this day. Uh, Governor. And, 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 Excuse and, me, Governor. <laughs> Custer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, George Custer, General okay. Custer. Okay. Lost on his day. And, and here's an obscure baseball one for you. Jim Hickman died on wow. this day. Now, he y'all played don't for know the Cubs? Jim, yeah, he did. He played for the Cubs. Right, uh, 
I think he was a uh, right left fielder. Billy Williams is out there most of the time. But he was an all-star, Jim Hickman, one year. And Jim Hickman was the batter at the plate who got the single that drove in Pete Rose for the famous play at home plate yeah. where he took out was Ray Fossey. Ray Fossey. And Ray Fossey was never the same. Yeah. And well, Jim, you'll never see an all-star game compete like that again. No, you won't. <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't play that hard. They're not going to play that hard in an all-star game. But, yeah, it just shows what it meant then. Mm-hmm. You know, American League versus National League. And now, you know, they play the game and everything, but hey, they're not going to do anything like that. Yeah. Anyway, lost Jim on this day. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 game 929thegame.com. Got Adam, 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 Adam Alexander yes. joining us. Yes. And then uh, got a fresh cast. NASCAR is up in uh, Nashville. Nashville's been been mentioned a lot City. lately. We're gonna, we're, and you know, and we're gonna talk to Adam about that because Nashville is getting a lot of play. Uh, you been up there? I have been there. I've been to BB Kings in Nashville. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I mean, they didn't do it in Memphis, but we went to yeah, Nashville. Yeah, but, but Nashville, it's it's um it's uh, it's vibrant. The, the downtown part is vibrant, and they also, I got a little problem with it though. What's that? Because every time I drive to Chicago, I don't know why it happens in Nashville, but I mean three separate times when we have driven. You know, we go up 75, get on 24, take that Chattanooga over mm-hmm, to Nashville, mm-hmm. and then shh, we're going to catch up six, 65 there. But when we get to Nashville, Jesse pukes in the car. Whoa. Three times it has happened that is when we good. have been in Nashville. In Nashville? In, in Nashville. Nashville does in, that to Jesse? That's I, not yeah, good. man. Well, she got to get country music. I don't know. They or got Predators or whatever music, they got. They got more than country music. They got all kinds of music. They got all there. kinds of music up there. They got musicians just. Yes, they do. Know, yes, they do. All over the place in that town. Um, it's just great. So they they got NASCAR there tonight. We're going to talk with Adam. But they got the NHL awards there tomorrow night. Oh, so, I mean, man, the lines have been blurred with everything. Don't you know that? You got well, hockey well, teams winning the cup in Florida. <laughs> you got that going on in Nashville. <laughs> you know, but that's um, that shows that you know they're just being aggressive. They don't want us to have everything here in Atlanta. They're 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 trying to be that other market in the southeast that pulls. It pulls stuff. They've you, had the NFL draft that we haven't had the NFL draft yet here in Atlanta. That they've had it in Nashville. What's up with that? It was quite. A, you know, they're they're very they're very aggressive. I think when it comes to attracting events and things like you know you got the street race coming up next week for NASCAR. They already had a street race there for IndyCar hmm. in Nashville. As a matter of fact, they had to have emergency boats in the river Cumberland River because they were going back and forth over the bridge in those cars. Yeah. What? Oh, oh yeah, 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 so, uh, I don't so, know nothing about that. That was, that was a couple of years ago. No, I believe you. I just didn't know nothing about they, they that. Because, you know, because there's a bridge to go from the main over to where the stadium is. Okay. Right there. So, I mean, they had emergency boats in there just in case one of them Indy cars. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so they've done this in Nashville. They're very ambitious. Hang on a second. They're, they're, this reminds they're, me they're, of something yesterday. So Nashville has com- has has a body of water with some commerce in it that Atlanta doesn't yes, have. we don't. That, like <laughs> I said, once again, it's a city with commerce. They 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 they, they got a productive river. We got into this yesterday because we found out that the company that uh, owned, was it that that craft, unfortunately, yeah, that uh, went down in. Um, well, no, it's not the craft. They, they, no, they, I'm saying they, that they, they, they built they, that they, thing. Well, the right the rights to go and explore anything within the Titanic is, is, based. is here in in in, in uh, Peachtree Corners, right. RMS Titanic. And you, you, you were you, you were taken aback by that because that particular company, being in the city that has no body of water, well, it's yeah. used for commerce. That we got, yeah, we got no water. We got no water. We yeah. got water here, yeah, man. You got, just... you, you got, you got to come to a place with no water to tell you what you can do with the Titanic. <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety-two nine The Game, ninety-two nine The Game dot com. Talk about this text you sent me yesterday. Is that the one you want to do? Well, first? I got a couple of them. A couple of them. Okay. Considering local sports, and and Max, we'll even get you in on this too. I don't know if Max has seen it or not. 
I, I sent them the, the tweet last night, the tweet last night from the Atlanta Falcons. And, and it, it, those of you who hadn't seen it, I mean, I, I retweeted it as well. If you follow me at Sam Crenshaw 23. And, and the, it goes this way. Who is the best player to wear this jersey in Atlanta Falcons history? Now, it's a Falcons jersey um, post the era that Mr. Blank purchased the team, obviously this particular jersey, and it has a number 03. And 03 is not a number that okay, you can well, wear. Let's, let's start. When you sent me this yeah. and asked me to respond, you said, social media, Falcons social media posted this. How would you answer it? And I saw the picture, yeah. and Falcons, okay, 03, and I said, easy, Matt Bryant. That's what I would say, but his number is 3, not 03. Yeah, but I haven't seen 03. Well, there is no 03. Yeah. That's the problem. That's the reason for this conversation. So <laughs> we're talking about the person who was – working in social media there, did he yeah. do this on purpose? Excuse me, did they do this on purpose? Because maybe it's not the number, it's the jersey? Were they trying to be uh, sarcastic? I don't know, but people went on trying to respond, did you mean the number or the jersey? And you got every name from Matt Ryan and Deion Sanders to to, um, to, to Tommy Nobis. I was going to say Tommy Nobis on there. Everybody, <laughs> Algie Crumpler, you know, uh, <laughs> Jamal Anderson, they're throwing all the names out there. And so it's kind of misleading, and I don't know if anybody from the Falcons is listening right now. But 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 I mean, why do you say it like that? Well, you hope know. they're listening. Well, kind of well, well, if anybody from the Falcons <laughs> listen, because you put this out there, this tweet, and you people are responding, and I think some people are confused. Do you mean just who the greatest person, the uh, the, the greatest uh, best player to wear a Falcons jersey, period, or a Falcons numbers three? Who and would that be to you? It would, to me, it would be, be Matt Bryant. And Matt Bryant, too. Because he here it says, this jersey. So when you say this, when you're using that word, that makes you look at the number instead of a Falcons jersey. So who is the best, you know, who is the best player to But there's no 0-3. Fal- no, I get it. So I'm yeah, saying it could be, yeah. it's a typo here. And this person, that's where the question comes. Were they, as, as Max said, were they being sarcastic? Were they being naive to know that, you know, 404 if you want to chime in on this. And, and, and you got eight minutes because yeah, we're going to move but, on to something but, else but, next. But, but, give, give us a call. And, and when you see something like this, does it mean just the jersey, period, or this particular number? There have only been a handful of people who won this jersey, well, number three for the Falcons, and most of them didn't play with the team very long. No, they, one of them moved down the street around the corner well, a couple states away to the Emney. Right, we're talking about Bobby Bear, mm-hmm. you know, so so he wore number three. And, of course, Matt Bryant wore number three. D.J. Shockley wore number three. Yeah, okay, I'm going you with know? Matt Bryant. You know, so I'm going with uh, Matt Bryant would be the person that I would yeah, I would say. I don't know what most people who follow the team would say, but that's what I would say. The now, other, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. No, 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 you're right. Because the other one's a debate we have all the time. Like, Take the number off. Who is the best person? Who's the person who wore that? Yep. Jersey. And then that's what starts an avalanche of opinions. Yep, and that's that's what was coming. So I think a lot of people who saw that on Twitter were confused by it. The other thing I saw this week was before the draft, you can draft only one. You only (laughs) draft only one. This is the one I like. And they had six things. You know, and you could pick. Do you want Messi to get traded to to Atlanta United? Do you want no more traffic in the city? Do you want the Outcast reunion tour? Free courtside Hawks tickets for life. Rent in town under a thousand dollars, you know, uh, or free chicken wings for life. I'll, 
I'll tell you what I'm torn between. What's what? Rent under a thousand dollars and and courtside tickets. Because you know I can't beat courtside tickets, but I feel like if I'm being realistically speaking, to take this non-serious topic very seriously, I could squeak away to get courtside tickets for the Atlanta Hawks somehow through my career in media. Yeah, I think I'll go rent under a thousand. Yep. Yeah. Yep. One is just too absurd. Which one? The traffic one. That's just too absurd. Yeah, well, you, 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 you figured that, that, that. So we that, eliminate that, that one. Okay. I would do the thousand bucks. Is that thousand, yeah. Rent for a thousand? Yeah. yeah. If you under a thousand. Uh, under a thousand. So that means I could live, you know, and and over you, there where uh, you know Elton lives and yeah, what's yeah, that, yeah, yeah. What's that tower? What's that thing? Oprah used up, to. Yeah. Coretta Scott King used to live yeah, up in there. Going up, going Park up towards the Bookhead. Yeah. Park Place. I can get a place over there, or one of the many other. High rise. Yeah, there's so many of them around here. Homes that are, nice. that are like three different stories. I take that. I'll take that and only pay like nine ninety five. But the, but you know what you know and, and and a lot of people want to see the Outcast reunion tour. A lot of people that follow me on Facebook want to see the Outcast reunion tour. They want to see those guys get back because we don't know if or when or ever we may see that. Yeah. Uh, again, obviously we know how popular it was because they had the bobblehead and it overran the battery in the Braves <laughs> stadium. So we know there's some people that would want to see that. But the other one is the free chicken wings for life. Let me tell you something. Uh-oh. What, 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 wait, ahead, wait, wait. Go ahead, go ahead. You know, ahead. And our former underboss weighed in on this. Sean? Yeah, he, he weighed in on this on, on, my, on my Facebook page. Did he now? He said, it depends on who's preparing the wings. That's what he said. Excuse me, okay. it's a related story. Where is it at? Have you, Where is this at? Have you ever heard of Bethune Grill? Bethune Grill, no. If you ever go to Daytona Beach, if you're out for the Daytona 500, it's yeah. right down the street from Bethune-Cookman. Yeah. And... Kind of like the rough area part of town. Yeah. If you get Bethune Grills, the best wings you'll ever have. Really? That like everyone that comes through Daytona that knows Daytona Beach always stops by Bethune Grill. It's like a hole in the wall type of place. Yeah. And it is those the, are the best kind. The those. whole town goes to Bethune Grill. Wow, for wings. I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. I think a lot of people say they take the free wings for life because at least I know I'll be able to eat. With, because yeah. of what happened, I'm going to be eating if Wait, I get free. He's right. Sean's right. It depends on who's making them. Okay. I'm I'm cool with you know. And I asked him. I said I said they, they I said but you're in Atlanta. They would be lemon pepper, right? And he said he said yeah. He said of course. By the way, <laughs> dude, you just reminded me of something else. You owe him some chicken wings. What's this? We lost a bet. I got the picture of me paying up. You never bought him his wings. Remember we made a bet with him when he was here. Had something oh. To do. oh, I know what it was. It was the it was the um, Super Bowl, the cannon blowing off. Remember we saw it was going to be a touchdown. It was I think that was it, or it might have been something else. But we lost the bet with Sean, and it was about getting him some wings if we lost. And I delivered my wings. Well, I'm have to get him. I'm to get him to him. I have to yeah. get him. But he definitely won't lemon pepper. So I, I gotta, I gotta, I got. He's on the move these days. So I gotta, I gotta track him down and get him to him. When I'm eating them, I just gotta stop by Publix. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I can't get out of there <laughs> when they pull them out. I told you, man. When they pull <laughs> the wings Publix. out, yeah. and, and I'm in the store Publix shopping. Publix fried chicken. He stopped for Publix fried chicken. I just start floating over to that area. <laughs> <laughs> they got the best. I'm sorry, man. Best wings. Period. Yeah. You wouldn't think that, but people that go to Publix, they know what I'm talking about. All right. All right, Sam and Greg, move. we got to ask Adam Alexander, where's the best place? That would be a good question. On the NASCAR circuit, yeah. where's the best chicken wings? He would probably That's know. what I'm saying. That's the first question. Oh, we, we, All right, that's coming up next. Adam Alexander, FS1. The man the man been broadcasting, I don't know how many decades, but he's going to answer this question coming up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Check us with you on the Odyssey app. How do you like me now? Like me now? How do you like me now? Now that I'm on 
Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. One of the few people with their own intro music, and it is well earned and deserved. Adam Alexander, FS1, joining us again. And before we get into anything else, Adam, uh, we mentioned you in the last segment. I mean, you would be the guy to answer a question that we were going back and forth with throughout this 8 o'clock hour, and that is this. Where on the entire NASCAR, NASCAR circuit that you can think of would somebody get the best chicken wings? So, I'm sorry. Say it again. Get the best what? <laughs> chicken wings. Chicken wings. Oh, boy. Now, that's a good one. That's a good question. And, you know, one jumps out to me, Adam, with, with Daytona being the home of Hooters. But it doesn't have to be that. Yeah, it ain't got to be Hooters wings. Well, I'm just saying. Now, now, let me tell you. So, that's good you bring that up. There is a place in Daytona that is right off of 95. So, when you take the Speedway Boulevard exit, which is Highway 92, right there. And it's not right at the corner of 95 and Highway 92, but it's pretty close. If you take that exit, head to the racetrack. On the south side of 92 is a place called the Wing House, which is pretty good. Now, you know, where does it rank? And I would probably have to really dig deep into my mind to some of the places I've been. But that is one that, since you mentioned Daytona Beach, that is one that jumps out as a place that I've been that is unique. They've got great depth on their menu, and that's a pretty good spot. Wow. Now, he says that. Told did. you he'd know. And no, he, we, uh, you know what? We're coming to the right place, he right? He mentioned nothing. Texas wasn't even in his mouth. Yeah, but we got Nashville. They have the hot chicken. They have the hot, chicken in, have the hot chicken in Nashville. I, don't, I, don't know I will tell you, though, and, I, and I've said this forever. I like to eat. So, you know, when someone says, what do you think? And I say it's good, and they're like, good. I'm like, well, don't don't take tremendous pride in that because I'm I'm <laughs> kind of a pig, and I like everything. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm the go. wrong guy to ask. <laughs> <laughs> we thought you would ask you that anyway. Look, after last week being off, um, you know, we get ready to start the second half of the season, and we're in Nashville, Music City, for a nighttime race. Um, thoughts about, you know, th- this particular stop that has returned to NASCAR uh, in Nashville, and, and what do you expect from this race tonight? I would say that uh, tonight you would anticipate some different players than what we had a, a year ago. I feel like we've gone through some changes in competition, and, you know, we're, we're into uh, the, the next level of this next-gen car, and so some new people have figured it out. And I would say this race tonight will look a little bit different, not only because – it is a night race, and we raced into the night last year because we had a ton of delays. It wasn't scheduled to be that way, but we had lightning and rain, and, and so eventually this race did finish under the lights, and Chase Elliott won. But I, I feel like that, um, you know, Martin Truex Jr. was good last year but didn't get the payoff, but they're going to be really good again. And then I, I look at Bubba Wallace. I think Bubba Wallace is performing at a, a really high level right now and, and is consistent a player week to week is what we've seen. And so I, I feel like he's someone that we weren't talking about a season ago that will be very much a part of the equation tonight. And Tyler Reddick, his teammate. You know, Tyler last year was driving for RCR and now driving for 23-11 and MJ's in the house. And so I feel like mm. both those cars are going to be really good. And they really weren't people we were talking about a season ago at, at Nashville. So I think we're going to introduce some new faces to the conversation uh, tonight in this race. Yeah, we were talking about that last week with the announcement that Michael said he's going to give up um, majority ownership in Charlotte, that he'd be more focused on what's going on with Bubba and the boys out here in NASCAR. 
How much more of a presence can he have and what more of an effect can he have or do to make these guys a little bit more successful? You you said it, presence. I, I believe that's it. Now, you know, he's not going to make any magical chassis adjustments. They're going to make the cars go faster. He's he's not going to say, I think we should do two tires instead of four tires and, and make a difference on a strategy call that's going to get someone the positioning they need to win a race. But just him being around seems to, ele- to elevate the energy and the expectation and the desire out and perform and we've seen the impact that jordan's had on everything that he's been a part of and you know it's funny i I saw a show the other day it was a fox show and they were talking about the legacy of michael jordan and because of how things went with him as an owner of the hornets does that take away from his legacy as a player and his legacy overall And they said, because you know if Michael Jordan had turned the Hornets into this powerhouse, this dynasty that was a player on an annual basis, we would say, look, everything Michael Jordan touches turns to gold. And that didn't happen with the Hornets. And and so the debate was, should his lack of success with the Hornets have a negative impact on his legacy? You know, I I get the debate. I guess my thing is I'm not going to go out on a limb and say, hey, everything he touches turns to gold. That's not necessarily happened. But if you don't believe in the presence and the aura of Michael Jordan, uh, the reaction that he gets and people wanting to perform for him, I think you're blind to what we see in the sports world. So I think him being around does make a difference. And and even though he can't do something to that car to make it go faster, I believe he elevates the, the performance of everybody around him. It, it's amazing. Adam just said, we've been hearing from 25 years, even more, yeah. coming from people who always say the same thing. People have no idea what it's like when they're standing around, when Michael Jordan shows up. People just lose their mind, and they start <laughs> screaming stuff at him, and he, you know what it must be like to be him. But having said all of that, though, and let's bring this back to the sport we're talking about, I would imagine you would be honest in saying that if you had Michael Jordan there and Pitbull and all the other people that are now owners or part of NASCAR, when Richard Petty walks on the, in the room, he's still number one in NASCAR. Is that correct? You know what's funny about that? I watched the show that, that he was on the other day, and he was talking uh, Northern Tools doing a, a deal, and he's a part of it, and they're they're giving back and trying to – promote vocational learning and using your hands and you don't have to go to college to get a good education and and we need more people doing the the work that that most people are unwilling to do and and you know he was basically focusing on reaching kids that that, and telling them you don't have to go to school go learn to do something with your hands you can have a great career make a great profession out of it whatever and i'm watching this man who's 86 years old and he's delivering this amazing message and it just said to me, Richard Petty is the same guy now that he was 25 years ago, that he was 40 years ago, that he was 50 years ago. He is still that same dynamic, iconic personality yeah. that, is, as you just said, I mean, they flock to him. He he is the king. And, and it doesn't matter if if you're close to his age. And you grew up watching it happen, and you were a part of it, and you walked side by side with him when he was at his best. If you're my age, who got in on the the latter end of it, but has had an opportunity to be around him, or you're a kid who just knows him from the Cars movie and seeing him on TV occasionally, I mean, he is the king. 
and he gets that same response. And I, I will tell you, and I've not had the same personal experiences with Michael Jordan, but I will tell you the king has never changed. And he is the same he is the same good guy now that he has always been. And it is so refreshing, not just in NASCAR, but in sports and entertainment in general. Absolutely, folks. We are spending time this morning on the WaitForIt.com hotline with Adam Alexander from FS1. And he is social. You can find him on Twitter at Adam1Alexander, Adam number one Alexander. Talk about a guy, um, my goodness, and Kyle Larson. Um, and, you know, you watch him, you know he's always a threat. I saw this week he's going racing in another tour. Uh, this guy's racing somewhere every night, right? He's going this cars tour. I see they're going to race at a place I'm familiar with, Caraway Speedway in Asheboro uh, on, on short tracks. Um, talk about the fact that he's got another tour. He's another night he's going to be racing. We're accustomed to seeing him race dirt somewhere, whether it's one of his dirt late models or a sprint car, wing, non-wing, a midget, whatever. We, we know he'll go jump in anything. And that car's late model tour is something that a number of NASCAR drivers have gotten involved in from an ownership perspective. And so they're trying to bring in some bigger names. And, and Kyle Larson is, you know, kind of the next guy in line. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Kyle Larson's a, a show-up, do-it-anywhere-anytime kind of guy. And, you know, they haven't had as much success here the last couple of weeks. They've had some hiccups, a lot of highs and lows in this season. When you look, I mean, he has these flashes where he is absolutely unequivocally the best. And then he has weeks where they have an issue, a mistake, and they don't get the finish they deserve. I believe, though, right now, if he can just get his arms around it a little bit, we, we are witnessing one of the, the greatest drivers ever. And I, I think it's not just NASCARs. It's what you said, Sam, and that is that he's racing other places. And he shows his talent midweek when he's racing a car maybe that he's never been in before and he goes out and dominates. Or maybe it's a car that doesn't have the same amount of funding as others, but he goes out and wins despite the fact that maybe the equipment is a little bit of an underdog. And we, we tie everything to NASCAR. But the reality is he's doing it everywhere. And some would probably say it's, it's too much, you get distracted, and that's why you have the mistakes occasionally. But what I will say about Larson, he does such a good job of putting it all on his shoulders. And he will take responsibility when things don't go right every time. And he's the, the kind of guy that crew members will step up and perform for because they know that, that he's in it for them. And he's someone that's going to be really, really interesting to watch throughout the summer. They've had a good regular season with 10 races to go. Can they take it to that next level and get to where they need to be for the playoffs to get on a run and and for him to win his second championship? Because if you look at the numbers at this point in the season in 2021, when he won it all compared to what he's done this year, there are a lot of similarities and they are someone that I truly believe can get it going and really make it happen as we head toward the postseason in September and beyond. This is Adam Alexander, FS1. Joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. I want to move forward a little bit here. Of course, in a couple of weeks, we have the Quaker State 400 here at Atlanta Motor Speedway. That's going to be the 7th through the 9th. But I want to talk about or get your thoughts on next week, what you expect to see or what you hope to see or just the anticipation of Chicago having their first race. We, we tried our best to weasel our way up there, but we, 
we, we weren't successful. Although we're going to be here broadcasting from our Fourth of July location down here at uh, Peace at um, uh, Colony Square. But what are you looking forward to at seeing this first race in Chicago on the streets, up and down Michigan Avenue and all around down there for next week? Number one thing is, is this is an event, and that's what it will be. It, it's way beyond a NASCAR race. This is an event, and it's the first time anything has ever happened like this in NASCAR street course race, especially in a big city like this. And so I, I think fans need to keep that in mind. This is way more than the race itself. It's the magnitude of the event, the market you're in, and the city that will truly be impacted and changed because NASCAR does this. What will the race be like? I don't know. I would say the, the attrition rate, my guess is the attrition rate will be very high because there's just not a lot of room. If something goes wrong, there's not a big runoff area. You know, go to Sonoma a, a couple of weeks ago, and if you miss a, a corner at Sonoma on the road course, you're in the dirt. You, you drive back on, you, you race on. That's not going to happen at Chicago. You run off the race here, you're hitting one of these barriers, and you're going to tear your race car up. And it's going to be pretty narrow, so I, I think the, the passing will be limited. Track position is going to be huge, which brings into the element of you know, how important pit road is and, and strategy and, and all of that. But I think as you look to this event, I think you need to, to think of it as not just another race on the schedule but a, a big event for NASCAR and the city of Chicago. And this is the first time we're trying this, but it could be the foundation for some big, big things in the future in other cities. I, I know there are a lot of other cities that have reached out to NASCAR to inquire about the potential of this happening in their area because they don't have a track. And the only way to bring NASCAR to town is to do it this way. So this is uh, uh, something that everyone's going to be watching with tremendous anticipation to see how it goes and if it goes well and NASCAR is able to, to pull it off and the teams are able to, to execute the plan, uh, we could be looking at more street racing in big cities around the country and, and who knows, maybe around the world outside the United States as well. Wrapping up with Adam Alexander, they got, because you'll be in studio later today uh, on FS1. Nashville, I want to ask you just your thoughts on Nashville, period, and what they've been striving to do as a city. They got NASCAR back there. We've had the NASCAR awards at the end of the season. They got the NHL awards tomorrow night. They've had the NFL draft there. They had IndyCar race the street and they had to have rescue boats in the river because they were going back and forth across the Cumberland River on the bridge with IndyCar. Just thoughts about that city and how ambitious it is towards sports right now. And NASCAR is right in the middle of it. Well, and the other thing I would throw out there, Sam, is is they're you know one of the front runners to get an expansion team in Major League Baseball, and uh, so it just continues to grow in Nashville. And they're hosting SEC Media Day for football for the first time here next month. And we know what they've done with the you know the bowl game that they have, the Music City Bowl, and uh, the SEC Basketball Championship, and so just across the board, Nashville's done a tremendous job of getting involved with sports at all levels. And I think motorsports, and, and in particular NASCAR, is a great fit for that city. IndyCar has been big uh, with the road course race, the street race that they're doing there, and I, I think that's a tremendous vision that someone had to put that together, and it's been received quite well. Uh, and it's got a couple years under its belt, and it continues to grow. And, and NASCAR's got a bright future there. Today's race is sold out. And the, the interesting thing going forward is going to be 
will NASCAR be back at the fairgrounds on the short track? And and if that happens, uh, I you know that's that's another North Wilkesboro type event. And if that can happen, I, I think that'll be another great one for for NASCAR and everyone involved in the motorsports community. But there is no doubt about it. Nashville is an awesome sports town. We know about the country music backdrop, but they have turned themselves into a a cornerstone of the sports world, and it's great to have NASCAR being a part of that. Man, and NASCAR is just, they are positioning themselves for some specialties coming up. You talk about the road course. You talk about the street race. You talk about them going off to the Coliseum and doing that thing, the the, the, the yep. race, what's it called? The Clash. Clash. The Clash, you got that going on. Now you got a chance for them to marry up with the NFL because Jacksonville's got that situation. The Jaguar Stadium's being re, re uh, Redone. So now Daytona's like, hey, you can come on down here. And there's actually a conversation about having an NFL game inside Daytona 500 track. Yeah. NASCAR's got himself in a real nice position right now as, as a sport. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Anyway. And this Adam, the, what you guys got coming up this morning before we let you go? What you got coming up when we tune in this morning? Uh, uh, David Regnan is going to be on. Larry McReynolds is going to be on. We'll preview uh, Nashville. we got a piece with jo- Josh Berry, who's a Nashville guy, Hendersonville, Tennessee, who just announced this week. He's going to replace Kevin Harvick, and we'll visit uh, with Kyle Busch and William Byron. And when I say replacing Kevin Harvick, at the end of the year after Kevin Harvick retires, Harvick is going to be around for the balance of the season. But Josh Berry will drive that four-car start next year for Stuart Haas. Big opportunity for him. So we've got all that today, 2 o'clock on FS1. As always, Adam, we can't thank you enough, man. Have a good rest of your weekend, and thank you as always for getting up and joining us. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. There you go, Adam All Alexander, right. FS1 joining us. we got a casting call up next, let you know where some money is flying through the air if you want to grab some of it. Coming up 9 o'clock hour, we're going to talk more Atlanta United. Mark Simon is going to let us know mm, what's going on with these Braves, or at least in his mind, and how they're going to finish off this Cincinnati series. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Once upon a time, there were three little girls who went to the police academy. each assigned very hazardous duties. But I took them away from all that, and now they work for me. My name is Charlie. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Look at you, look at you. Sam and Greg. Look at you. Throw that out there for you. A little take take back there. Um, But But also remember Farrah today. Well, that's why I played it. That's why we had uh, Max throw that on there. Here's the key. Who was doing the narration there? Who was doing the read? Oh, it was John Forsythe. <laughs> what? The voice you went to when you did John Forsythe. Yeah, because everyone knows <laughs> his, his voice. You know what I mean? But he and was he actually, actually do- He actually showed up in, in Dynasty. Well, that was what I was going to say. Well, yeah. You, you man, the control of the board stays with Mr. Crenshaw. Oh. That was good. You did the extra credit, and you gave the name of his show. <laughs> At the same time doing the voiceover for this, he was, what was his name on the show? And this is really one of those where I should lose my man card. The fact that I actually remember it. I don't know. It was... I didn't watch Dallas, but that one, for whatever reason, I did because Diane Carroll was on Dynasty. Yeah. Like oh, uh, Blake, Blake. Blake Carrington. Blake Carrington, right. Yeah. Blake Carrington. Yeah. And then there was that famous fight between her and. Yeah, uh, uh, Joan Collins. No, Linda no, Evans. Linda, Linda Evans and Joan Collins. Yeah. So. Yeah. Feathers, feathers all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. We're the p- <laughs> pillow feathers. <laughs> yeah. Just flying all through the. <laughs> anyway, June 25th, today's date, uh, 2009. Michael Jackson um, passed and Farrah Fawcett earlier in the day. And the passing of Farrah, as you said earlier, wasn't 
that surprising to a lot of people? Folks knew she was. And the L.A. Times probably thing. already had the front page. Probably already. Really? Yeah, you, know, you know what? You're right. Probably. You know what I mean? And because that happened that morning. Right. And so think about it. Afternoon, they got to go and reprint. They Man, did go, they have to? They had to go and change that. Oh my! The, the TV stations had their A block all set for the stories mm-hmm. and what tributes or whatnot, and they had to go and change. Wow! But for now, a I guess while, I, I guess I would think about it from the media perspective. No, you're right though. But for and, a while, it wasn't confirmed that Michael was gone. We we had heard there was this and that, so and, and we so we need to go confirm. Then the family members, you know, and then Jermaine was doing a lot of talking, and you just didn't know. We think about the mainstream regular show, but we think about all your access Hollywood and Entertainment Tonight oh, type yeah, shows that have to get those shows done because they're syndicated. Yeah, this is no TMZ then. You know, well, TMZ. I don't think TMZ was happening in 09. It was maybe not to not that show to, to, to that degree. I think there was some TMZ back then, but it wasn't what it is now. No, you're right. You know, it was just people with some cell phone footage and whatnot catching people coming through airports or whatnot. But now, you know, they got a, a big team dedicated to it. But, but. Now, you would think those shows have to be done by a certain hour to be syndicated to be aired here because they aired after your local and network news here. So most of those shows air 7 o'clock, 7.30 here, our time. They had to get all that stuff pre-produced or, or re-wrapped and get it out. I mean, it, it calls for uh, an incredible work day for folks who are working in media out there. Uh, you know what? I have, for whatever reason, have see this happened yesterday, too, Uh-oh. This this computer here. Huh? I lost my... What did you do? What you what you lost lose? my, well, my you, casting you, you, call you that I needed that. to come you on here and tell what, folks what, about. What what what? what? They, I know it's a it's a I pain. Saw, right? I saw it and I retweeted it. Yeah, I, I, I retweeted the uh, the casting call. You would think. All right, I, I gotta I, go over here and use it. But yeah, what? it was the one that's missing from the usual spot. Anyway, ninety two nine game dot com slash casting call. Y'all are gonna be able to find it with no problem. Uh, it's the latest casting call. It is up. It is also on Get Cast with Greg on Twitter. Yeah, I'm looking at it right here. Okay. Well, I mean, I can look at it, too. I was looking for this one little what area you, here what you, what by, by computer, and it don't seem to want to show up. So I'm just going to move on to here. Okay. I have got a new batch of job opportunities. They are there. Destination casting seems to be your best bet as far as opportunities as an extra for the next week. Because a lot of stuff is happening, but you got to jump on it, like, right away. And I didn't want to put stuff that was, you know, you had until this afternoon to submit yourself for. So, but even that, with this strike, with what is going on, the directors have settled their situation. They're coming back. They are back, I should say. And that's why a lot of projects are happening. They were written a while ago. But the the writer's strike continues, and it keeps things slow. So I will tell you that this, there's a need for uh, reaching out to the Chinese community. There's a need for that. I see that. also... Uh, pretty much everything, we were talking about lemon pepper wings earlier, uh, that you would find in a strip club, with the exception of the actual dancers. They don't need that, but they need everybody else, workers, patrons, people like that. So there's a couple opportunities in front of the camera this week from not only extras cast in Atlanta, but also destination casting. But I said this to you yesterday, I will say it again. Go to the website, go to the social media pages of the casting directors. In uh, On location casting is doing a number of projects. We talked about Nashville earlier. They're yeah. doing some stuff up there. There's music videos that are being shot. I'll tell you one that I got literally this morning on my way in. Speaking of destination casting, she's got a new, January that is, got a new project that I haven't even had a chance to put on the casting call. I'll probably put it on there after the show, and you guys can check it out. Let me just make, I'm gonna look at it real quick. Kevin Hart's got a show. Okay. So she's casting for the Kevin Hart show. All right, this is going to happen the uh, July 10th, okay? Talent 18 and over, 
You're going to play audience members. Uh, Got to love comedians. Believe mental health is important. I'm just reading what they say here. Okay. Uh, has great real-life comeback stories. So these are the folks they are looking for to be considered. All this stuff is theirs. So if you go to Destination Casting. But what if you want to be in the crowd just watching it? Is it, is it something you can go and watch? I don't have that information yet. Okay, okay. So we're going to find that out as we but move forward. But it's a show, so it's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different gonna, kind of show, though. It's we not, are casting. I'm going to Hey, listen. Yeah, I'm glad okay. you asked that. I'll just read what you said. We All are right. casting the new Kevin Hart show. It's group therapy. Of course, we can't. Well, I'm really not supposed to say that, but okay, <laughs> anyway, okay. this is you get the essence of the show. Okay. Okay. So okay. that's what's going on, okay. and it okay. seems like one of those where they're going to try to help you. Okay. Okay. So Look, anyway, I'll have all these details. I want to ask you about something though. Sure. Because I saw one here that, that's extras that has something to do with Columbus, Georgia. Yes. And, and so, you know, what does you, it say you, afterwards? You, I can what, say you, you, you mentioned the fact many times that um, counties throughout the state are set up for this. Yeah, and yeah. And so sometimes every, no, every. so sometimes there may be relocation and are people compensated for that? What what happens if you I'm trying to find the one you were talking but I believe on there it's put that um because I know it was one last week. I see you great rates and pay travel for Atlanta. Where is it? Is that extras? Extras. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're gonna take care of you. So gas mileage, things like that. When they okay. say that, okay. yes, they're exactly so you have to go to Columbus if you get booked on this. You know, you might get paid for also if there's a fitting. That's needed. So all that stuff, listen, if they're up and running, they will take care of you. The business of show business, if the project is up and running, everything has been taken into consideration. If they're here in Atlanta asking you to go to Columbus, they realize they're going to have to make it worth your while. We, we have that when they ask you to go to Savannah, yeah, places like that. Or so, Macon. Yeah, exactly. So, And then we tell you where to get off the turn if you're going to Macon. You don't keep going and you don't keep this circles going. and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> all right. So anyway, Greg Clarkson, <laughs> Odyssey.com is the uh, is the way to reach me. Cause the list is also up on Get Cast with Greg on Twitter. I'll be on with Cannon tomorrow, hopefully, on Star ninety four, and then with DJ Sturgis on V one hundred three on Tuesday. I have an update, and I need Max to come on here because uh -oh. I uh -oh. forgot this last week. You know, this is not a one way street. How long have we had? A handful of producers, and we have asked our producers to check out some of the things that we regularly talk about. Right. Some do, some don't. All right. But it's been rare that somebody, a producer, has asked me or us. I like where this is going. Okay. So Max asked because he was just going on and on about Pinky Blinders. Right. Yep. Right. So I could be that dude. I could be that host that dismisses Max and his opinion. But no, I've been watching it. I'm up to season four. I that makes me happy, dude. You gotta want this show. You're the only person I heard say that. No, no, no. Well, I can tell you two more because they stopped watching it. My friend, I just put on. He's like, "This is amazing." It is a great. It is <laughs> cinematically. <laughs> great no, no. I didn't say I didn't want it. Okay, first of all, let me stop for a second. Yeah. Y'all took that completely the wrong way. You thought I was being negative, didn't you? I said you gotta want it, meaning you have to. If you aren't Versed in listening to somebody with that thick of an English accent, it's hard to follow. Are you watching it with subtitles? No. You know there's people that do? I've been doing a little investigating since. I talked to about three other people who watch this show, who love this show, but they say, I got to yeah. watch it with subtitles. Now, really? you can understand why, can't you? I mean, be honest. No, honestly, I really can't. Like, I know there's why? an accent, but I feel like it's pretty easy to, to like understand okay. what they're well, saying, though. Max, I want you, I mean, excuse me, Sam, watch one episode. And I'm the the first season was cool. It just got there again. I what I've recommended people watch 
to, if you want to get versed in what's going on with Pinky Blinders, is Snatch, the movie Snatch. Now, have you okay. seen that? Okay, no. Okay, that's a great one. It's, it's, it's Guy Ritchie. It's Brad Pitt. It's, it's, it's what you call it. Uh, the, we lost them a couple years ago, Dennis Farina. But the rest is an English-speaking cast. And it's about a diamond that gets stolen. But Guy Ritchie's got a lot of Quentin Tarantino in him where it jumps around a bit. Well, Brad Pitt plays sort of the, the head of this, these gypsies. And they, they, I don't even know if this is a derogatory name, so I'm really hesitant to say, you know, the P word. But, you know, it's like gypsies, basically, what they call them over in England. But they have a really crazy accent. And it's funny in Snatch. This is everyday conversation okay. in Pinky Blinders. And sometimes I'm like, I find myself leaning toward the TV. I really do. Hey, I'm just happy you're watching this. Uh, no, like, no, no. I made my day. Now, now, I will tell you, it's got my attention because, dude, I just told you, I'm in season four. So, yeah, obviously, I've watched it and I'm right, enjoying right. it. I'm just telling you, if I'm telling people that have not seen the show that want to watch it, you got to want it because you might find it. All right, if I'm 20, 25, you got no problem. But if you're over 35 or 40, you might have a problem dissecting the language because the people that I have talked to have all been like, with the exception of, of, of my stepson, 35, 40, and over. And they go, man, it's kind of hard to understand that, you know, their, their vocabulary. So that's all I'm saying. But Tom Hardy is incredible in this thing. Yeah, he's an <laughs> he's awesome a, actor, isn't a, he? He is incredible in this thing. And there are some people who have showed up. Now, even though I, I think when I first told you, the one girl looked like Brie Larson in the first season. But that's changed. All right, so they got that taken care of. But, no, I just wanted you to know that I've been watching the show, and we're not done. I'm going to continue to watch it. That's my only critique. you got to get past, you know, the way they talk. I'm just – I can't wait to see your reaction when it's all said and done. All right. How many – is there seven seasons? Six. Six, is maybe. It? I mean, don't quote me. I think six. All right. Well, so I'm watching something that you suggested. You're the man. All right. There you go. Man of my words, Sam. You ain't got no interest in seeing it, though, do you? <laughs> I'm going to check it out since you, yeah. since you made that reaction. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it is. It's wonderful. And like I said, Tom Hardy is worth the wait. But past that, you just got to, like I said, lean in, and you might want to do it with subtitles that first season. Oh. Otherwise, it's pretty cool. Lanny <laughs> United, man, they went up there, and we thought yesterday having Mike Conti on, we were going to pull out a win. Going up to play them Red Bulls and get their first victory. We thought. <sighs> Woo. Not so much. Wow. The Braves, though, they even things up in Cincinnati, and it was pretty much like the first game, except this time it backfired on Cincinnati. Going to talk to Mark Simon and some baseball coming up. But that's all coming up in this 9 o'clock hour. It's Sam and Greg, thank you for letting us be a part of your Sunday morning sports radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 